right, cool. Now for uh, bonus content. Bonus content. Uh, today we are recording the short and long rest in-game versus IRL. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> um, okay, so now, how are you guys actually going to, to go about this one? Because you're talking about short and long rest in-game. Mm-hmm. And what exactly are you talking about short and long rest out of game? Like taking so, time off? Yeah, taking time off from the game uh, if it's necessary or just having, like, you know how we do our downtime stuff in between games and we we communicate with each other? That's something that we can talk about. Like, I mean, you, you guys have a short rest or a long rest, you know, because at the end of, we always find, or you always want to find a good stopping point. Like take our arc three, for example, uh, we... We stopped as soon as we got into carts and we started traveling. Mm-hmm. So we can technically skip the traveling and just text downtime if we so chose. If this, if all, if the entire party wanted to just skip the the travel and then next session we just come up and we're like, all right, so you guys arrive, boom. Uh, we could just do a quick session zero of um, what happened during travel time that's one way of doing travel we've talked about it in a past episode but we could just talk about like hey you know this is a good time uh for you guys to take a break and also to text your dm and tell them what you want to do in between your missions and blah blah yeah sounds good cool well then Ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems, weavers of all races and subclasses, welcome to this Dungeon is Occupied podcast. My name is Illidine, and together with Thorn and Robbie as your dungeon-occupying story weavers, we wish to help you as players and dungeon masters from the aspiring to the veteran with questions, ideas, and sometimes interviews for your next tabletop role-playing game experience. In this episode, we're going to discuss short and long rests in-game versus IRL in real life. Um, so we were talking a little bit off the mic, uh, Thorne and Robbie, and we can go around the, the first thing I want to talk about is it's okay to take a break from D and D, uh, no matter how long it is, it could be short, it can be long. Uh, but I mean, we can uh, just like use us as an example. We've changed our almost daily game from COVID time to a monthly game and we've been able to fill in some of the the blanks there so let's i mean we could talk about that um robbie i know uh we used to text back and forth in between sessions just to talk about like hey my character's thinking this some kind of like monologue can you uh add on that that my characters um how we used to text in between sessions about what my character's thinking yeah, and all your evil deals with Sorlog. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. All my evil deals with Sorlog. Well, I mean, do you want me to, like, circle back into how, what that's pertaining with the taking a short and long rest? <laughs> or Can you do that? <laughs> I can certainly try. Um, so, well, yeah, we did. Get, well, it's not that we did. It's not so bad when I say that we did used to do that. I mean, when we reflect on the olden days when we used to text all the time. Um, <laughs> but uh, we we did used to text all the time in between games about like what my character was doing and like how he was feeling and like how he wanted to take over the world and how making dark small deals things. was like, yeah, small things. <laughs> uh, making dark deals with devils and uh, mind flayers seemed like a good idea at the time, you know? 
I just wanted to eliminate all the feelings off the face of the earth. Um, <laughs> just minor genocide. Minor Not a genocide. big deal. <laughs> um, but um, but no, I mean it. It was it, it was fun because they were there was technically like a short rest. I mean, like we were. I was taking. I was away from the game, but like um, I would I would message you like, hey, like this is what I really really want to do, and like it really helped kind of set up some really fun moments in the game where like i i felt like um i was really highlighting the uh plot points of my character and it was stuff that like it really helped with um with no uh what's my brain blanks with um <laughs> it really helps with nobody knowing what i was doing metagaming with <laughs> it really helped with metagaming about my character because I was able to talk about plot points, uh, plot points for my character, and people weren't able to guess what I was trying to do. And then later on, there were more surprises when it came to texting you during my short rest from the game. Um, yeah. But like, like anything, like I, I took as much time as I needed to kind of reflect on on and whatnot. So it wasn't just all about the game at the time, and I did took the rest that I needed. So. Yeah, and I mean, it did help. I mean, it also like not only with the metagaming aspect, but I feel like for both Robbie and you, Thorne, uh, getting into characters, um, we were able to flesh out a whole lot more uh, through text because we don't want to take away too much time from the game to monologue for just a single character each time. Like we tried, at least with us, we try to bounce it around uh, the table. And so like one session, maybe Robbie's character has uh, the spotlight and then the next session maybe uh, Thorne's character or characters in this case uh, had the spotlight and there was little things that went on um, and then I even did a, a 1v1 with Raven uh, for Milo because Milo was stuck in the Feywild while the rest of the party was doing things so it was kind of a fun way to uh, fill in those blanks and make sure that we we had everything um, and I mean Thorne and I we talk about this a lot in a, a couple of episodes but thorn and i used to text a gajillion text messages it was just dumb from session zero all the way through campaign or arc one um with the two characters tara and rick um i mean yeah that was a lot <laughs> yeah and it, 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 it did help flesh out the characters a lot and that's that's a thing that that you can do with your players as a story weaver, and you can also ask ask your GM, your DM, or story weaver that that is it okay if I text you maybe some background, some backstory. That's a good thing to do, you know, week to week or however often your game is. In between games, it not only helps flesh out your character, but it keeps your mind fresh on what's going on in the game, and um, it lets your your story weaver know that you're interested in it. Yeah. And that's great for short rest, but going back to your point with it's okay to take a break from d and it, it absolutely is. Because this this game, like anything else, can become consumed. Mm -hmm. And it can become overwhelming when all you think about every day, all day, is your characters and what they're going to do next. Um, yeah. Life happens. So if you have to, you know, take a break from it for, for a month or two or even longer, there's nothing wrong with that. But talk to your DM, talk to the players, you know, make sure everybody's on the same page when you do that, because it can be uh, if you just up and quit with no reason given. I mean, it, it can it can come off as kind of wrong. Yeah. And I mean, uh, that we can give the example that uh, happened with myself and Robbie. Um, we were playing a campaign that I mean, I was just 
super busy. And uh, I mean, I wasn't really feeling the campaign at the time. And that was probably more leaning towards the fact that I was so busy. And just, you know, when we were going to the campaign, every day, I would come home just completely exhausted. And so I bowed out of the game. But instead of just up and leaving, as Thorne said, I let Robbie know. And what we did was we wrote my character out. So we had a session where uh, I was still there. I still role played and we role played uh, my character getting some accolade from like a, a dragon. Um, was it, it was like a dragonborn uh, castle thing. Um, and I became like a leader of a subsection of white dragon knights, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, and we, we, we wrote it that way so that in the off chance that I can come back to that campaign or later on, if Robbie has an idea and he wants to run that same sequence, I still have those notes. I still have my character sheet and there's nothing wrong with us taking a break from that character. Even like if you, if you aren't feeling a character or, or story weavers, if your player isn't th- uh, really feeling a character, there's no reason why they can't just make a new character. Um, you, you can just have them write a new character, have them role play the, the previous character out of the game and then switch characters or take a break for a while and then switch characters. Nowadays, it's it's so I mean, really, it's so easy to just put a character into a game because there's so much there's so many resources out there online with DMs Guild and uh, D&D Beyond blogs and things like that. Uh, there's Facebook groups for DM tools and there's a DM toolkit uh, subreddit, things like that, um, that if you're having a, a, a problem or, or being stuck with writer's block on how to get a character into the game after they've been gone for a while, shoot it into one of those subreddits, shoot it into the Facebook group or something and say, hey, uh, how, how can I do this? Or ask your party, ask the table and get ideas from your friends it's luckily nowadays you know back in the day thorn and i but nowadays it's it's more a teamwork exercise (laughs) with DD. like it's always been a teamwork story-wise but there's less pressure i feel on the the uh, the dm or the story weaver to just have the ideas and be that that idea guy or girl yeah and it's it's good for it's good for us as story weavers also to listen to the tape it seems to be it's become truly more of a uh, cooperative storytelling thing that now than it probably was in the beginning not knocking ad and d loved it played it for years yeah. but I, I do believe it's a lot more cooperative now and people are a lot more open to hearing other ideas yeah definitely um so switching gears a little bit to in-game uh, if you don't know about D&D and actually a lot of tabletop games, uh, there are some sort of mechanic for short rests or long rests. In D&D 5e, the, the short rest is usually about an hour in game uh, where you can roll some hit die uh, to heal up a little bit. You can maybe do some some light uh, activities such as reading or, or resting, uh, bandaging stuff. Uh, and then a long rest is sleep it's either a sleep or in the elves case uh, a two-hour trance things like that that you get the equivalent of a long rest but it's essentially eight hours of of sleepy time where you get all your sleep uh, your spell slots back and you can wake up in the morning refreshed and lose a level of exhaustion if you have one um so there's i mean there's obviously a lot of different ways that you can 
you can do a long rest and a short rest. Um, and I think, I think Robbie, uh, in your last campaign that we played, I think that your uh, short rest in the maze was probably the, the one of the coolest ways that we, we did things. So if you want to talk a little bit about that. Oh yeah, definitely. Like my, you mean my, uh, my short rest in the maze where, um, where you all got to uh, recharge because of the rabbit or which one? Yeah, because the ra- in Ugorth, yeah, in Ugorth, where the the rabbit um, refreshed everybody yeah. by uh, when you all were resting, he gave you all um, like he gave us good berries and things because we in this yeah. maze we we couldn't eat and we were like constantly being in encounters and things and so it was like really hard to actually get a full night's rest. Yeah, because it was because uh, you all were stuck in the plane of the plane of the beasts. Mm-hmm. um so you couldn't really kill anything to eat yeah. um and also the that whole campaign i had to really balance how i did long rest and short rest considering you also needed to recharge but you all were on a time crunch with how much how long you had in the in the maze so i think it was one of my more inventive ways to give uh, give you a short rest or a long rest was with the good berries and eating them and like reviving giving you all your stats and access to because good rest and long rest are essentially all also mechanics like they're mechanical tools for especially for D. they're like that because um a lot of the class abilities rely on your short rest and long rest so being able to access spells being able to access um, maneuvers for like fighters and um, all the stuff that requires a short or a long rest to use um, it's a mechanical aspect. So the, they just need to be recharged at some point. It's like another layer of keeping um, the flow of battle or keeping the flow of, um, of how the game's moving. So I had to, I wanted to make sure that those were available to everybody <laughs> before yeah. I sent you all into the fray and everything. So the Goodberry move was kind of just a, here you go, like for the, for the, <laughs> for resting for um, a short rest, here's a long rest um abilities and giving you the ability to recharge your hit points and whatnot was probably one of my better moves or else i would have killed all of you probably and i think you know we, we could talk a little bit about how a story weaver can run a, a short slash long rest um long rests i mean there's not a lot that we can do to make them more interesting because realistically mechanically we have that it's written in there that we have to do eight hours or for elves, a, a two-hour trans, or if there's something like a racial trait that um, bars you from needing the full eight hours. But instead of just saying, okay, the party gets a long rest, congratulations, all right, move on. I feel like that, that that's lackluster a lot of times. I mean, there's not there's not really anything saying that there's that's not a good way of doing it, um, but it could be better. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we can we can say like, OK, well, right before bed, what is everybody doing? Is there is there fire uh, fire pit talk? Is there, um, you know, some kind of RP if you want to RP some stuff right before bed or uh, guard watches? What do you guys think? Well, before we move on from that, you're talking about like how elves have trance and everything. I just want to point out that that is one of my least favorite like abilities, like the, <laughs> the, the tr- trance abilities or how um, Warforge don't, they just don't need a recharge. Like they just like keep going. Like it's mm-hmm. like they, they take half the amount of, of rest time. I don't know. I've always, I've always had a brief, just a little bit of a disdain for it because I'm just like, come on. <laughs> like I, I gotta, I gotta be able to, I gotta be able to um, put obstacles 
in front of them, and especially for campaigns where you're like a survival, there's a survival element to it. Mm-hmm. Those types of abilities have always been like, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, how, how would you, how, or how do you uh, work around those? I've got a few ideas. You got to poison everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> sorry. I mean, well, you know, I mean, sometimes I'm, a little bit of poison goes a long way, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not wrong. I mean, it's, if you're playing a survival campaign, like you can't, you, you can't just, um, and, and especially with, with classes that have those abilities where they're just like, oh, they they can't be like, especially the, for example, the, um, oh, what are they called? My brain's not working today. Um, the half mountain people, half giant people. Uh, Goliath. Goliath. Yeah. With their resistance to like cold mm-hmm. and, um, like, and then the, the elves who who trance and can rest for like four for like four hours like for a survival campaign those those things are like well i can't put you in the freezing weather and i can't sleep deprive you guys so i'm just gonna poison all of you and um Uh, my favorite (laughs) my favorite that that uh actually jason massey from uh dungeons and randomness did was he threw the whole party into a desert he's like all right guys uh here's a wagon here's five gallons of water good luck (laughs) <laughs> and so they had to find their water sources they had to uh roll on a, a weather table to see if a sandstorm hit them and in the podcast it did um and they they got like a nat one on the chart and it was terrible and so jason described um the the sandstorm just like basically sandpaper ripping off skin and stuff if they didn't hide fast enough uh and so they took some damage um, and then they had to roll uh, animal handling because the horse was freaked out because it had never been in a, a storm, storm this bad. Um, and so it took off. So they lost their horse. So now their cart's useless and they're just huddled under the cart. And it was a really dramatic couple of episodes. Um, I, I think that that's I mean, that's one of the ways that I would do it is if you if sleep isn't a hurdle for you then there's got to be something else because I mean, with, with anything and especially tabletop games, drama is what makes it fun. If everything was nat twenties across the board, it only, it, that's only fun for a little bit. You know, <laughs> if you're one shotting everything, it's just like playing a video game, right? Like if you're playing on easy mode and you're just running through everything, there's a reason why there is more difficulty levels. It's because we all like the challenge. We like a little bit of drama in our lives, um, except for dark souls. That's that's just another that's that's my two piece. <laughs> I've died enough times, damn it. <laughs> as far as long and short rest, the way I was taught to play, and I mean this is ADD, and I thought it was five v two. It's four hour short rest, eight hours long rest, four hour transfer elves. But as a story weaver, guess what? You can do whatever you want. Yeah, buddy. That's right. You could do a one hour short rest because believe it or not, one hours for a power nap and a power bar, that's good. And that, that will recharge something, you know, a, a four hour long rest. I will be honest with you. I am shocked when I sleep one, four hours a night. Yeah. In, uh, in five E it, the short rest is at minimum quote unquote, uh, one hour, but I've seen, um, I think Jason Massey does 30 minutes, uh, for his short time. And, uh, I think Matt Mercer does like a 15 minute short rest. It's just enough to bandage yourself up and move along. And yes, he changes the mechanics a little bit, but um, I mean, you could do that. That's his choice. <laughs> that's, a, that's the thing. You've got to figure out your balance. Yeah. 
Um, and it's just the same with the whole trance thing, everything. If you don't want to allow them, you don't have to. Yeah. You're going to rub some people the wrong way because it actually is a pretty cool thing. But it's it's completely up to you as store weavers. That's that's the whole point of it. And who says that, you know, you get, a, you get an hour of short rest, you're in a town. Who says you can't go shopping? Who says you can't do that? I mean, that's restful to some people. I mean, you can't not do that stuff. You can't, you know, you got to listen to your table, listen to your players. Yeah. On the reverse side, um, there's a lot of things. There's like 300 pages in the Monster Manual. There are a lot of things that can interrupt a good night's rest. You roll a d20 and they get less than a 10, you're, suddenly they're getting raided by goblins. Or if they're in a, a cavern uh, or a dungeon, which I've done uh, with these guys before, is, oh, hey, there's a ghoul coming and they wake you up. Or they interrupt your trance because I mean, actually, I think the, I think everyone except Milo had some kind of like trance like thing at the very beginning of the campaign. Everyone had something that was like, oh, I don't need that much sleep or whatever. So that was one of the things I don't think forced it. Oh, I don't think so. No, because he was an otter. Yeah. So uh, but I mean, for you, you had two elf characters that could trance. Um, and, uh, so it was one of those things like, oh, well, if they're just going to be up for, uh, for guard duty all the time and everybody else gets to sleep their, their, their time, um, there's no real consequence. And so we were rolling every, you know, night in game, uh, to see what was, what was happening. And there was a couple of times where they heard noises and they woke up, but they decided to be quiet enough to where the thing passed by. It didn't it didn't pass its perception check behind a door and it moved on. So, you know, there's little things that you can do to just make it that much more interesting instead of just blowing over like, cool, you got a long rest. All right, let's move on. Oh, yeah. And if you're in a dungeon crawl, short and long rest, I mean, come on, thank Lord of the Rings. They should be hard. <laughs> yeah, knocking the sheet, like knocking the helmet down the well. Yes. <laughs> That's the stuff that can happen. So you have to stay on your toes and see what your players are doing and and have them RP the campfire scenes, the the you know getting ready to bed down for the night. Because if you're in a if you're in a cave or if you're in some kind of huge castle doing a, a dungeon crawl, man, that brings some serious drama. Yep. And then it it also gives RP for later. Because I mean, it, taking that Lord of the Rings scene, right, when Merry and Pippin are are playing with the 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 bones and they drop the head in. And the head falls down first and then the rest of the chain and the rest of the body and everything else goes with it. Not only is it kind of comical in that section, it gave Baromir the line, oh, great, they have a cave troll. It gave that little bit of, of RP. But then later on in like the next movie, even they still kind of shit on <laughs> Mary and Pippin for being the noisemakers. So that's something that your party can do as well is that you can have that inner party role play and have a little bit of playful tension and be like, hey, you remember that time where you fucked up and there was a cave troll? You know, same, same similar uh, situation. Like, like Sorlog and the arrow to the face. <laughs> mm, my God. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the, the, the short and long rest, it can be a plot. It could be a plot point even. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could have them sleeping and wake up to people in their camp. I mean, it's, there's so much you can do off of a sleep. It's, it's fun. And if drama, you can't drama. think of anything, assassins, that's, that's the easiest one. You no. know, the classic uh, Skyrim, you know, you get knocked unconscious and you end up getting kidnapped by assassins. That can happen too with a sleep. Um, they can show up, like Thorne said, 
somebody could be in camp. You could have assassins just show up right next to the campfire or have the campfire completely out cold and then wake up to some kind of ice wraith. I mean, it can be all kinds of things. There's ridiculous amount of plot hooks. <laughs> um, or you could just do what I do and um, poison everybody. Uh, poison everyone, or um, if everybody's got trance or something that keeps them awake, um, create a magical item that uh, when around people who have trance or other abilities that prevent them from taking full long rests of sleep, it's detrimental. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the whole um, the whole I get, I took everyone's dark vision away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have to be Everybody like. Everybody had dark vision. <laughs> yeah. Everybody but, you had know, dark vision. That's the thing. I mean, I and I guess we could come up with a an episode about that about working around um, disadvantages, I suppose. Um, because like having a whole party with dark vision, there's always that that guy or that you know that that person that. You know, all right. So you go into the uh, the cavern and it's dark. I have dark vision. Like, yes, I know, but it's still dark. You still only see in black and white. You're still rolling at disadvantage at longer distances for your perception check. So you know you can work around those things, like Robbie's magical item that, like, just your dark vision. It don't it doesn't exist. Sorry, it doesn't work. I don't know why. It just doesn't work. It's a cursed item. Congratulations. There was a, there was uh, <laughs> a on the ground a spell activated. It doesn't work for anyone. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and, and you can do little things like that with the trance thing. You can give them a reason why they can't sleep. If it's a true dungeon crawl and you know they're like, oh man, we got to the next room. Let's take a short rest. Sorry, guys, the door breaks down and some more uh hobgoblins break in because you made too much noise. Or sorry there's there's poisonous mushrooms in this room you got to go to the next room but there's hobgoblins behind you so the only way is forward what's forward a bunch of traps what's forward a bunch of hobgoblins that are asleep and now you have to roll a stealth roll to get past them oh you woke them up just give them things you know you're not you're not purposely being a dick there because that doesn't make it fun but if you're if you're making it at least interesting where they're having to do these different challenges in each room, instead of just having, you know, if you just said, Oh, there's hobgoblins in every single room and you have to get to the end of it, that's not fun. But if you change the, 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 the challenge every once in a while, and there's a a realistic reason of why they can't sleep. Now you're imposing, uh, uh, Oh God, I lost it. Oh, exhaustion points. And you know, you can, you can run time uh, to get, uh, a level of exhaustion and now that they have that level of exhaustion they're rolling at disadvantage on on skill checks so now they're missing traps now they're now they're seeing things they get another level of disadvantage it could just it starts piling on and that that drama towards the end of it you know especially knowing in the back of your mind like hey if we reach number six we're just straight out flat dead um and we need to fix this <laughs> my the the my original story weaver the one that taught me how to play this i had a tendency to play elves because i like the trance feature he came up with a parasite <laughs> that crawled in my ear during a trance oh yeah. no <laughs> it did no no long-lasting damage the only thing it prevented me from doing was entering a trance that's cool i had five levels of exhaustion before i beat that <laughs> And he made me roll to see if I felt everything. I just failed every roll. Yeah. Failed. And yeah, it sucked. That was like three sessions of pure hell. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's it. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be like your whole campaign. It can be two to three sessions. 
and it still be hella dramatic like that. Um, any uh, any closing comments from you guys, Robbie? Um, like I said, make sure that you're taking the time that you need to rest um, in between games. Uh, you want to make sure that you um, take your short and your long rests, recharge your hit points, um, you know, rest and relax and uh, get your mind going again. Activate your abilities one more time. You know, just make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And then when you run short and long rests in your game, make sure that they're fun, unique, or like they they offer something to the game. I mean, it's a great storytelling opportunity like we were talking about. So why not use it? And I say I, I want to tell story weavers and, and players alike. Uh, shopping is fun, but when one person shopping a lot in the group, it's not so much fun for everybody else. Yep. I was take talking advantage, about take advantage of your short rest in between games, in between sessions, to text, talk to your your store weaver, do your shopping at a game if possible, uh, because it, it does make things move a lot smoother. Because you can chop up three hours if you have five players that need to shop. It's just easier and enjoy it. That's when it's fun. You can look through things, ask your story or what they got what's going on what what level of items can you find rare you know the super rare or anything just use that short rest in between sessions to your advantage we could we could probably do a, a mini episode of just straight up shopping and talking about the do's and don'ts and how to make it more interesting because there's there's plenty of ideas um but as my uh as my closing thoughts uh just as robbie said um make sure you're taking your breaks uh as a forever dm uh it's it is one of those things that you just have to to make sure that you're taking time for yourself mental holidays are absolutely a uh, a necessity um because you don't want to get dm or story weaver burnout because then you you can't play anymore um for at least for a little bit so take your breaks um and talk to your players uh and if you're a player talk to your dm and just talk about breaks and say, hey, you know, we've been playing every week for the past three years and it's starting to get really rough. I've got a full time job and, and uh, you know, I've, I've got other responsibilities. Uh, can we move it to a, a biweekly game or like us? We did a we're doing a monthly game and we're not taking time away from that because our monthly game, we meet up at one o'clock and we're playing till midnight. So, I mean, we're playing for 13 hours um, and with, you know, little breaks in between, you know, we, uh, we, I think we took six, uh, 10 minute breaks, uh, during that time. So, you know, we're one of those hours wasn't, uh, us actually playing, but we made it, we did a cookout and things like that. And so even doing that, having, having a cookout amongst friends and then playing, it doesn't feel as sloggy, uh, in the long run. So that's, that's what I got for you. Um, that was a weird accent that I threw on there at the end. Um, so without further ado, <laughs> if we missed anything, uh, give us an email at this dungeon is occupied podcast at gmail.com. Uh, be on the lookout for a couple of new things coming up at the end of this month. And uh, th- the coming month, January, if I can talk, um, we're going to have a, a state of the union address uh, called uh, the dungeons brew and you'll get to hear the things that are brewing for 2022 um and uh if you like supporting us and uh want to support more and get some exclusive content uh give us a like and a follow here but also go to patreon and consider joining our one of our patreon tiers uh to get exclusive behind the scene content access to our discord channel and many many more things
Uh, and with that, remember to check your dungeons because this dungeon is occupied.